Hello and welcome to the 250, the podcast where we confirm that Hitler was a bit fucked in the head. I'm Jonathan and with me as always is my co-host Douglas. How are you, Douglas? I'm doing good, thank you. How are you, Jonathan? I'm doing good, thank you. <laughs> Wait, are you really throwing me off my fucking- This is your first time tuning into the 250. We've taken a snapshot of IMDb's top 250 movies of all time as of January 2020. And we've begun watching them from number 250 through to number one. In this podcast, we discuss our opinions, our thoughts, and our reactions to the movies within. Today's movie, number 128, is Downfall. In April of 1945, Germans stands at the brink of defeat. Trapped in Berlin, the capital of the Third Reich, are being pushed from both the East and the West, and Adolf Hitler advises his troops to fight on. Downfall was directed by- Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know God, what? Just, I think it's funny. I think it's funny for you just the podcast into a wall on that. Yeah, I'm gonna say Oliver Hirschbeigel. Hirschbeigel Hirsch, would be where Hirschbeigel. I would go. But uh, written by Bernd uh, Eichinger. I know Eich- Bernd Eichinger. Eichinger. And based on the written works of, I say Wacom Fest. Wacom Fest. Traudel. Traudel, yeah, to be Aldel. Aldel. Melissa Muller. Muller, yeah, 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 that's the easiest one. But uh, neither Douglas nor I have watched this film before. Yeah. Uh, interesting one. I think we have. Wait, that was it. Did you just. That was the take. That wasn't even. Okay. Yeah, that's the take. I said. <laughs> okay. I said it'd be funnier. Okay. Um, I don't think we've had a. Have we had like a like? Obviously, we've had films that are based on like bi- biographical stuff, but I mean, travel, travel, our secretary of the film. Mm. I think it was like very instrumental in sort of piecing together a, a image of sort of what we know of Hitler, as well as I did some reading. Um, the the guy who I'm probably cutting into your trivia here. The guy who plays Hitler, he studied Guns, a particular yeah. recording, which is one of the few recordings we have of Hitler not like giving a speech or like getting basically not like getting mad at anyone or that kind of thing. It was literally just him like talking about. I just, think like mm. someone's upcoming birthday or something like that. Wow! It's like one of the few recordings we have that sort of show what he was like outside of the whole kit and caboodle, the whole story, which is, yeah, it's, 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 it's interesting that this is sort of pieced together, as we said, historical film. Yeah. Maybe the last, the, the bulk of the film is the last maybe five days, I think, four days uh, of the ten Nazi days. regime. Ten days of um, okay. uh, Adolf being trapped in the bunker. Yeah. Um, yeah. And- uh, Ruined my day, Douglas. <laughs> yeah. Jo- Jonathan messaged me and he was like, well, you know what? All of the circumstances that are going on in my life right now, perhaps not the best film that I mm. should have been watching to mm-hmm. to really just, you know, kind of pump my mood up. But let me tell you, Jonathan, this film nor the next film are going to be very uh, <laughs> uh, exactly mood kicker uppers. Um, I'm not looking forward to The Green Book because I hated that movie. So I can't wait to- um, slander that film but yeah i think you know me you what you do you think i would have enjoyed this film or i would have hated it i think 
Uh, oh, uh, I think I think you've you might appreciate the film craft to some degree. I think you're probably cynical about the concept. Yeah, I'm cynical about the concept. I'm yeah. extremely cynical about the concept. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's 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 a fucking it's a tough one to do because it's Adolf Hitler is like one of the most like you can say that name to just about anyone who has life experience and context of world history and they will go oh yeah i know who adolf hitler is he's one he's the he's the 911 of bad people <laughs> <laughs> he's but like that's the thing he's one guy and it's it's such a an interesting i think period in human history where one guy was so devoutly in control of his self-beliefs that everyone just went, okay, because there's this human coding thing that's kind of built into us where it's where we see someone who goes, yeah, I am so confident, I am so self-assured of myself and what this is, narcissistic to a point, which Adolf definitely was. Um, there, there's a thing that's kind of wired into a lot of people to go, Oh, like we're 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 all going to benefit from this, and there's going to be a bunch of prosperity, and it's going to be really idyllic and beautiful. That's uh, sign me up. I love this guy. This guy fucking rocks. And I think this film does a very good job of, and Bruno Ganz especially does a very good job of looking into that kind of personality and how he really did just captivate people like just the the way he spoke and the way he was so so devoutly self-assured of himself he just capture everyone in the room where they were just like oh my god like he, he's borderline a celebrity in uh germany at the time um i was like working with uh, the you know when he's going through the actual hiring process of the secretaries and stuff like it's akin to do I want to? Do I want to make this comparison? Hmm, I'm going to make I it. I think. Hold on, I'm going to. I'm going to. Yeah. Uh, before Before you say anything, we'll just uh, we'll just get it on record, Douglas. As always, with any World War Two related film, Nazis are bad. Nazis yes. are unequivocally terrible, and we are uh, the Two Five O LLC. Does not support <laughs> Nazis, <laughs> Nazis or fascism in any way, shape, or form. Yes. Sorry. Continue with your thought. Douglas. So Adolf Hitler's kind of like Harry Styles, right? So like. <laughs> <laughs> like oh my god! Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. It's kind of. It's like one of the same. You know what I mean? Everyone's like, because Harry Styles is such a like. He's a very convincing, very charming person, right? And, like, he's just one guy. He's one dude. Like, Harry Styles is not a band. Like, he obviously, One Direction was a thing. And, like, that was its own kind of dichotomy. But he's one guy. And everyone just fucking worships that man. Like, it literally kisses the ground that he walks upon. And it's very much the same thing with Adolf Hitler. Like, in a very different way. Not a, a much more political <laughs> uh, landscape well, than what Harry like Styles a, is working in. But like a cult of personality type. Exactly. It's they're, they're so charming and they're so self-assured and they're so confident that we have this thing coded into us where we're like, yep, I love you. You're the best. And I just think that the way that the film analyzes that is very interesting. And then the <laughs> downfall of that kind of a personality as well is also very, very interesting. I love the film for that. I think it removed of- the aspect that this is Hitler, this is World War Two, this is Nazis, 
I think that purely that psychological examination is very interesting. Yeah, yeah. There's there's aspects to sort of all these characters where they have like a an interesting range of of people. I think there are. It's interesting because the film does sort of have protagonists, even though the vast majority of people on screen are horrific genocidal war criminals. Yeah, yeah. And and it's it's almost a little annoying that because sort of the push and pull of a lot of the film is. You've got some people that want to fight to the bitter end, quote unquote. They want to go down with the ship. And some people who are like, we've got to think about the Germans, like people, the German civilians, and we've got to surrender to save the lives of all these civilians, which is like a weird, I mean, I guess, whatever. I, I, they, I, I assume they mostly follow fairly historical recounts of what maybe certain generals and, and other officials moved with that, mm. I'm not. I'm not worried about like. <laughs> like we already knew that Goebbels was a an absolute shit can. It's nice that yeah, they yeah. make him like, in a way, like even worse than Hitler because Hitler's just kind of you can. He's clearly losing the plot, whereas yeah. Goebbels is like, I'm gonna keep following this guy that's losing the plot to the detriment of everybody involved. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yep. It's, but it is interesting that we have protagonists. I think we have. Uh, Troutle, the, I'm never going to be able to pronounce that right. The secretary who is mostly considered to be like a somewhat innocent, somewhat, you know, I think she was 24 when this all went Mm. down. Mm. So, to some degree, you can sort of be like, maybe you're more prone to getting swept up. She's our fly on the ball and the, um, the third eye, the court reporter, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. As well as uh, Schenk, who mm. uh, is a doctor who was sort of just- uh, Yeah, so historically, he met Hitler a couple of days before he died, and then he, I think, was just in the area and wow. ended up being invited to his wedding reception. Wow. I think it was like- uh, I, I Who's the actor for it? Because he gives me big- um. He gives me big Stanley Tucci vibes, Douglas. <laughs> German Stanley Tucci. I like German that. Stanley yeah. Tucci. Absolutely. Oh, he's in Inglorious Bastards. Oh, of course he is. As a, as like a Fantastic. Nazi. Are, they, are there Nazis in Inglorious Bastards? I believe Inglourious he is. Bastards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are Nazis in Inglorious Bastards. Absolutely. Oh, wait, Inglorious Bastards. Sorry. I was getting what? mixed up with, um, no, not the A team. The, uh, what's, what's that, what's that like series of films that came out like 10 years ago where it's like the, Equalizer? No. No, whatever. Punisher. No. Uh- no. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, look, all I'm saying is that I, I should have known with Inglorious Bastards. Bastards, of course, yeah. Of course, Inglorious Bastards. Uh, which is, I mean, it's probably not even worth really focusing on the controversy too much. I think, like, uh, that's all sort of happened by people who are more switched on with the whole situation. There is, it, it did just feel like sort of weird to be like sort of rooting for some characters, even though they sort of made sense. Like yeah. Peter, especially, who I think is completely fictional. Mm. And even if he was fictional, would have been a child. So, like, the situation is a bit different. The, the, the two adult people- their kind of uh, opinions and maybe um, state loyalties and things like that. Mm. Whatever. Whatever. That's uh, I think a weird take. 
the choice from Hirschbiegel to look at this story and then go, yeah, I want to make a film of this is so fucking bold, honestly, because Hitler is one of those stories where if you go too pro-Nazi and too, like, trying to humanise uh, Hitler, then people are like, oh, like, what are you doing? You're humanising Nazism and, like, you're make- you're normalising it, you're making it uh, acceptable to the masses. But then if you go the other way and you make him, like, a total Bond villain, then just no one's going to care. Everyone's just like, oh, this is an inaccurate representation of the period and all of the World War II historians scoff and shake their heads and that's, like, <laughs> the- demographic i suppose that uh Hirschbiegel would probably have been going for so yeah look it's it's i can't help but kind of be respectful of just the the dedication to actually just make this film in the first place yeah i guess so i because you get this did i ever mention this that like you start the way you start with obviously you start with these would be secretaries mm. but they the the picture you get of Hitler in that first scene is almost like a like a kindly old uncle type yeah, kind of vibe. Yeah, like he's like very forgiving and nice and like patient mm. and everything. And you're like, he's like, you won't make anywhere near as many as mistakes as I do, so you'll be fine. And you're like, look, all right, wait a damn minute, yeah. <laughs> that's Hitler. <laughs> he's got the stash and everything. <laughs> And I think that's just purely used as to contrast him, like, losing the plot down the yeah, line. Oh, but, like, it's also it's also levity towards him as that voice and that presence that everyone just couldn't help but be enamoured by. Like, you- there are people in political history- it's not- like, that's the thing. It's not just Hitler that's fucking done this. Like, what's, um, Alexander the Great uh, and Ju- uh, Cleopatra- um, Julius Caesar also, like, by historical accounts, had very similar effects on the people around mm. them, where whenever you were in the room with them and they were talking about whatever it is, you just could not help but be like, oh, my God, I'm right there with you, please. Like, let me do something for you, I swear to God. Um, it, this, Yeah, it's not the first time that it's happened. It's not the last time it's happened, unquestionably. Because, again, we're just fucking coded to be like this as people. To Whenever someone's, like, really going like, yeah, we're like, okay, go out with you, <laughs> I guess. Woo, let's see where this goes. I hope it's for my betterment. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess really, in the grand scheme, the film does not paint him in a positive light. So, I guess no, you can no, sort no, no, no. of- that sort of, like, character depth. The film is literally called fucking Downfall, and then it's got, like, the, the poster has, like, Hitler on it. So, it's yeah. like- Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think- I think the- Yeah, the, the, the character progression in huge finger quotes of this film is, like, is <laughs> more for- finger quotes. Is more for sort of just the film's sake. I don't think it- Yeah, once again, it doesn't, mm. it doesn't paint him in a good mm. light. So, I guess- I guess I'm Cinematic maybe- Cinematic pacing more so than anything. Yeah. Freaking overthinking it. Yeah. Did you have anything on- I mean, obviously, the acting is very sublime. Mm. Um, it's all- It, it kind of feels like you're watching a documentary at some points because of how in the pocket all of these actors are and so committed- 
but- I wouldn't love to be the guy who plays Hitler just for like the sort of notoriety that he no doubt received like, for that. I played Hitler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. he yeah. does play quite a good Hitler. <laughs> he does. On God, he plays very damn convincing Hitler. There's one thing that I'm not sure whether you would have noticed or whether it's just me being a dumbass little actor boy who just mm-hmm. like, it's such a nitpick. But mm-hmm. there's this thing- where in a scene, usually in stage, and you don't have any lines to say, you're just there. You're just meeting the room because you need you need the like the 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 scene standing presents the, room. the the context that you need more people in the room, right? You need to be stand stand in the corner and be meet. <laughs> exactly. Um, the actors sometimes do just. Eye acting is what I call it. And it's just okay. like they're, they're, they don't have any lines to speak. So, they act with their eyes and they like their eyes like flick from one person to the other. But like, it may not necessarily be who's talking. It's just like, I'm thinking about this person and I have something that I want them to do. And then I must look at them to, to convey that I want them to do the <laughs> thing. And it happens- a lot. There's yeah. so much goddamn eye movement in this film from people who don't have lines to say that the th- the first couple of times I was like, okay, okay, that's smart. I-, I like that. I like that. But it just keeps on happening. And I'm like, oh, Spiegel, <laughs> you gotta either let them have lines so we can b- b- fucking do away with all of this shifty eye movement going across the room or just tell all of your fancy little theatre actors to go, stop, <laughs> don't, <laughs> just, like, just be, don't move your eyes, just chill. You, you don't need to, you don't need that. We don't need that right now. The people who are speaking need to speak. Yeah, I don't know, it just rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> I feel like I saw that most in the scenes where Hitler's having, like, a fucking freak out. In yeah. his little yeah, yeah, war yeah. room, and there's like and 15 no one dudes can speak exactly. standing there, yeah. and they're like, rrr, rrr, and they're like, wow, this guy's getting a bit crazy. Woo little finger around so, the yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. But they're just like, they're just, <laughs> Hitler, Hitler's like, well, we should, uh, we should, uh, these civilians should die, and the guy's like, rrr, tell him that the civilians shouldn't die. Rrr, 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 rrr. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to the guy to tell him, you got to tell him, yeah, yeah. In, I mean, in those scenes especially, it seemed fine. Uh, yes. I mean, and yeah. it is a movie, you know, to some exactly. degree. It's sort of, you don't have to- uh, Was it- Did you notice it in other scenes very much? Some of the scenes involving Troutal and things like that, sometimes, like, it had that, you know, the camera would cut back to, to her or to someone nearby and it would be like- right. Oh, I'm looking at person because uh, it's like, are you seeing what I'm seeing? Are you hearing this? That kind of thing. But yep. it just, again, the film, like, I get why it's there because Hitler is, he's the fucking Fuhrer. You can't, like, there are moments where you literally cannot speak mm. unless you want to die. Mm. So, you have to speak through your eyes because, yeah, that's the only way that you can speak. But it just got a little bit too much for me at some point. So I was just like, there's gotta be it was a it was a neat trick, and the trick works in like those initial kind of circumstances. But then when the trick just keeps on happening, I kinda <laughs> go, Okay, we need a we need to spice things up a bit. We need something a little bit more different. Um, yeah. It's the okay. tiniest nitpick, but like it just it was something that really stuck out to me. So I think it sort of felt like to me it was it was because there's just it's just a film about like big personalities, you know. It's just 
large, yeah. shouty yeah. people constantly. So, yeah. Yeah, I can- I, I, I didn't find it too bad. I, I almost found it, like, that's sort of- not grounded the film. It sort of made the film, like, a bit more- approachable for me because it was like a nice mm. normal like film thing movie thing true mm. besides that, i think the acting was pretty good uh i never really in fact i never really had a moment where i was like looking at people and going like you're an actor yeah yeah that, that absolutely like as i said everyone is so in the pocket of mm. their even circumstances it, mm. it it sometimes feels like a documentary which is mm. terrifying in and of itself and it is a uh, I think we can both agree that it's a it's a sickening film, mm. but it also kind of has to be because that's how you have to show these events. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's no there's no other way to show it. Truth in history matters, and it's yeah. I can't really think of another way that you could show it. All this said, definitely the feeling I had by the end of it was that like I f- just feel like. I don't, I didn't get anything out of this film that a trip to freaking Google, uh, to Wikipedia yeah. wouldn't have like done for me. Yeah. It, it yeah. is sort of like core info on, you know, it's just, yeah, there's, there's Wikipedia pages for this shit. Uh, th- that, that Hitler's death and stuff. Yeah. That's sort of, that's sort of, yeah. By, by the end of it, I was like, ah, I mean, yeah. Um, but I don't feel like I got like a really. What's the point? Imp- yeah. 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 What's the, like, especially in the frame of the 250, like what's as a film, what's the point of it being here? Um, yeah. and I think that, yeah, it, 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 naturally it's a very, um, engrossing, tale and i think when you bring it back to that idea of psychology i think it finds more merit but as a film like cinematography acting screenplay all that kind of jazz i was just kind of like well yeah you know it's it does the job but it's not mind-blowing cinema or anything yeah to me yeah yeah so that that's sort of i mean we're we're about what a bit over 20 minutes in that, that's sort of my, like, takeaway with this. I kind of wouldn't recommend it. Number one, because it is truly a day ruiner. Like, we'll we'll get into the spoilers, but there's some shit that will just not make you happy about having watched the film. <laughs> but also, like, yeah, it just didn't really seem super necessary for me. It is a pretty well put together piece of cinema with quite good acting. Uh an impeccable face match for Hitler, so that's kind impeccable. of- Impeccable, well and truly, yeah, yeah. And, and Goebbels as well. Goebbels' actor looks- True. Just like Pretty him. on point, yep. But like, you know, where? <laughs> where? I, you, I, you feel like you need to wash your hands a bit of it. Would you- Actually, here's a good question. Would you prefer Downfall or Come and See? Uh, no, Come and See. Uh, I mean, they both make me feel terrible, but I think Come and See- Sort of said something like, mm. I mean, literally, and I, I know that was quite a personal take I took out of Come and See, but mm. the I, I had that for those uh, uh, not uh, who haven't watched that or listened to that or watched it. Uh, my sort of takeaway with Come and See was that you've got this kid who gets sort of tossed through uh, all these. I forget what the particular conflict was. No, it was part of World War. It was Belarusian conflicts, I'm pretty sure. It was World War Two, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, through World War Two again, Nazis. 
Yeah, there you go. There's the Nazis at the back. I think, yeah, you, this, this kid gets sort of pulled through this conflict and he's all like, it's, it's like a progression of a character. And the, the intake is that maybe he was better off, like, sticking in the military. For me, personally, I don't think it was like an intended, like, thing, but I, I took that out of it. And it was quite unique. Whereas this was sort of just like, you sort of know how it's going to go. You know, it's sort of just like a mm. character drama with like a known endpoint. Uh, I mean, you, you, I, I just don't yeah. think. Yeah, it's it's tricky to have stakes in a thing where you know that this person is going to die. Yeah, um, and this is the exact uh, like. There's no ifs, ands, or buts because we know contextually that. The, when he's trapped in the bunker and he's trapped in Berlin, that's- we know. He dies there. The, you, there's no fucking wiggle room. You can't- there's no, oh, maybe he gets away. Maybe he gets out of the bunker and, you know, the, the Third Reich, they they bloody skip along somewhere else. But they they don't. It's not- you can't have any tension there, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, true. Uh, so, so, yeah, I mean, Yeah. I, I wouldn't recommend- really, I wouldn't recommend either of those films unless you're really a film buff. But, um, but Come and See was a, a better yeah. film in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I, I would definitely much more prefer Come and See. If someone was interested in this, I would point them towards Come and See first as opposed to Downfall. But that being yeah. said, if you're very interested and you just want to soak up and absorb everything about- Hitler and you find him psychologically very interesting. I hope you don't find Nazism very interesting. Otherwise, please <laughs> leave. Um, if you find Hitler as an interesting psychological study, then sure, this is this would probably be up your alley a little bit. But beyond that, yeah, I think you could you can give this one a pass. Yeah, I mean it's fine. There's there's nothing terribly wrong with or it. Or just listen um, to the rest of this podcast because we're going to fucking talk about it anyway. And exactly. It. So like, yeah, bada bing, bada boom. You don't have to. You don't have to set aside two and a half hours of your time to watch this movie. We've done it for you. You can set aside an hour of our time and <laughs> and, and l- listen to much less skilled people. Two schmucks who are not World War Two historians <laughs> talk <laughs> very uh, vaguely about what they think of uh, Hitler. <laughs> and how much they don't like it. <laughs> so, in terms of uh, content, content warnings, warning. <laughs> oh, this is a this is a big one. This is uh, a bull, bad, bull, bull. I mean, it's like everything but sexual assault. I think yeah, in this film, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, it's like graphic suicide, uh, yep. uh, killing children, in giving cyanide ways. Giving cyanide pills to children, mm-hmm. uh, like somewhat gory surgery scenes, Nazis in general, combat <laughs> in general, <laughs> people being blown up, people uh, yeah, yeah, kerosene yeah, yeah. being poured on them, and then little light. yeah 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 um, yeah. So uh, as always, not as always, <laughs> not as always. But if you are, uh, you, 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 in this case especially, you probably know if you this film's not for you. You get it. You know what's going on here. If, if, if you're not looking for something that might make your stomach turn, uh, definitely go somewhere else. Absolutely. This is, this is confirmation for you. Yep. Watch a different movie. Uh, Douglas, let's have let's a go. spoiler sound. Wahoo! Now we're in the spoiler zone. (laughs) 
I have I have to get this off my chest. I keep thinking yeah, about it. this because you were talking about like bad people, quote unquote bad people, or like big yes. or like big cold personality people. Yep. You saw the last live Auntie Donna show, didn't you? I did. Yes. I don't <laughs> think it's on. I don't think it's on the internet. It I don't think it's on the be. internet. There's no way that it would be. But there's this there's this fucking bit <laughs> where they've got this scene where they're like, and now let's hear it for uh, 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 popular, popular popular figures in World War Two, and they're like, here's Winston Churchill, and like everyone's like cheering, <laughs> and, and then just they're comes like, out wearing like a dumb hat, like yeah, everyone's just wearing stupid hat. Like they've got like, and it's really funny because they go through everyone, and it's like, I think there's someone else, but we need. Uh, he he won't come out unless you cheer for him. Unless it's you like, cheer him on. And uh, and they're like, and like everyone's like feeling like obviously like oh, I don't want to cheer oh, Hitler. And they're know. like they're like you cheered for Mussolini. You didn't have a leg to stand <laughs> on. <laughs> and then when one of the character comes characters comes in wearing like a cowboy hat or something, and they're like yeah. it's Hitler, and like a giant sign like comes in from the side of the stage. Good, 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 good guys. Those, uh, those oh, boys. Yeah. We'll see if this. We'll see if this bit bit ends up in the uh, in oh. the final cut. Fuck yeah, that was a that was a. You know what? Do you think that was that a tasteful way to handle like Hitler and Nazism uh, in com in like a comedy sense? Do you think that was a tasteful way to do it? I I I, I think so. I think um, you know, because I think really it brings the audience in on the bit. You're not really saying anything is the other trick. I yeah. think didn't didn't you hear like some behind the scenes thing on this or I remember someone talking about cuz they were like we're going to do this bit we're obviously not going to have like costumes. Yeah, that's they right. They just had like yes. random hats from their prop closet. Yeah. Which was a good way to handle it. It's yeah. sort of like the Jojo Jojo Rabbit move where they're like I did uh zero research on Hitler <laughs> <laughs> before doing this film. And it's like <laughs> It's probably for the best. Probably, probably the best way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Like treating Hitler as a uh, a character of derision, a, 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 a yeah. focus of derision, purely is yeah. is good is good in some ways for sure. Yeah, yep, yep. I think it's it tackles the very same or it scratches the same itch that there's a Bo Burnham bit where he's 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 doing like icebreakers at the start of his show and. Mm. Um, He's going like we both like sandwiches and peanut butter and and then the audience go jelly and then he does like another one and then he goes and we love chips, salt and veer. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> and then he goes and he brings up the house lights and he's like you said it. Oh my god! <laughs> Good lord! Get these fucking wonder- racists out of my concert. <laughs> I wonder if he stands by that though, because he has got a lot of his like old bits that are like push the Where bar like, a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. he's just like, oh no, I've taken this down. That was a that was a bad that was thing in, to say. Um, that was in the special before Inside though, so that was like that oh, was okay. pretty recent. That um, said, that the he, special before Inside was like three or four years prior because he did to have a Inside. Big break, yeah, but- yeah, true. And also, like, he was very depressed when he was doing <laughs> that special, like, very noticeably in depression. Bo Burnham is a is a funny guy, but he's fairly switched on and like like le- mm, does mm. seem legitimately uh, quite conscious of his effect as like a oh. public performer and God. and the like, you so, know some of his so old insanely self aware like. Yeah. The complete p- 
parallel opposite of Hitler. Like- I was going to wrap it around that way. You bastard. We're on the same way. Because- (laughs) (laughs) And you know who wasn't self-aware? That's right. Hitler. Hitler. (laughs) Woo. Um, (laughs) But like, it's true though. Like, that's the one Mm. thing. Like, I didn't even- That's the- almost the missing puzzle piece I didn't even really think about until just then that that's the if Hitler had more self-awareness maybe he wouldn't have been maybe he wouldn't have killed maybe he wouldn't have been Hitler (laughs) well I mean it's the thing killing a 50 million I don't know I think maybe he wouldn't I mean probably probably that you you might have had the like should I be doing this but like, how how long would that have lasted before he went like, okay, nah, I'm good. <laughs> you you wouldn't go. <laughs> need to change much about Hitler. Like, I think it's it's you you get these people that are like perfect storm people where they are. Yeah, they have these very strong opinions. The other problem is that like, you know, dislike of the Jews in in uh, that period of time was like really not that uncommon. Like, even outside of Germany, like. There, you know, people. Pe- there were all kinds of people that were fucking racist. The only reason that that's probably taken a start, a, a deep uh, dive down from where it used to be, is probably because of World War Two. We're very racist about everything else still, but the Jews were just like they had a pretty rough time. We're gonna leave but, those guys. Yeah, alone. we're gonna we're gonna let them just have a little. Which bit is of sorry, time. Uh, just some context for what I just said. When I say we, I mean society, and not the two people currently talking to you right now. Good God. Um, the music, Doug. I got the soundtrack on. Let me tell you, perfectly mm. middle of the line, just okay. Meat and potatoes, baby. There's nothing nothing that special about it. Yep. Uh, Stefan- is it Stefan Zacharias? Known Correct. for this and- Fuck all else. Yep. Places I remember from 2019. He- um, What to do in case of fire in 2001. Oh, interesting. There's- He's put up- He's put up the same album twice, but <laughs> in one of them- One of them, it has all the German names. Oh, okay. Uh, hmm. It's also really wild that this film was, like, made by German people in Germany. Not completely German people. I think a lot of the actors are, like, Swiss or- In sort of way, the visuals were just fine. It was sort of filmed like a period drama almost. Like- Yeah. Or, like, documentary style almost. Like- Nothing too crazy. It is definitely- That said, it is definitely a war film. The couple of, like- The couple of combat scenes in this are, like, very intense. And- Yeah. uh, The other trick is that the Germans are never winning, which is probably a good move. Like, through the whole thing, it's just, like- Like, actively the Russians coming in and just beating the the shit out of them. Yeah. So, so that's a- you know, a, a good a framing for it, but yeah, I mean, I mean, it is it is a war film, really. Like, there's there's strategy, there's drama, there's people shooting in the streets. Like, it it has all the the hallmarks for it, which I don't think. Like, we've definitely done this fucking is a war film a war film conversation to death by now. I mm. I wonder if you if you maybe want to make it a bit less visually engaging for 
what is just a drama piece about a bunch yeah. of terrible people shooting themselves in a bunker. I think what could have been more interesting is if you did like a dial M for murder kind of a thing and made it like a one room. You never mm. actually get to see what's happening outside the bunker. It's mm. just like someone leaves the room and like- it ultimately stays captivated between, like, what's happening in the, the Fuhrer bunker. Um, and then people are coming back in to report on information that's happening outside. And then that leaves so much more room for the imagination to, to go wild with all of that information. And, and probably makes it all the more horrific and land much more strongly. Because you're not given the visual of what it is. You're just given the, the description, which is more often than not- all the imagination needs. Mm. I think it does ride the line of sensationalism sometimes. Yeah. Uh, it is, I think, acting-wise, very grounded in reality, and there's a lot of historical accuracy, I think, which is fantastic. But just occasionally, I'm just like, Ooh, we're tipping into Hacksaw Ridge territory here a little bit, aren't we? <laughs> like, we're, we're having a little bit of fun making this war <laughs> film, aren't we? <laughs> and, and an interesting ending with- Troutle and uh, mm. Peter sort of getting away. Mm. Mm. It's funny because I did look it up and she actually didn't end up getting out of Germany. I think she she hit like an impassable river and went back up to Berlin oh, um, wow. and then got captured. So, uh, which wow, is also- fuck. This happens every time we have like a World War II related film as we realize- I think it, Nuremberg was the exact same thing. You sort of look at all these people. Almost none of the the people in this film, like the- bad guys, quote-unquote, the fucking German generals and military strategists and blah, 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 blah. Almost none of them really got that fucked up by, you know, like, ended up in prison for ages. Like, you know, the really tall guy who's, like, sort of Hitler's second-hand man? Like, not second-hand man, but, like, his guard, like, his personal guard. Yeah. He's, like, standing in front of the door when, like, Hitler's committing suicide. Mm. He He was in prison for, like, four years, I think. And then, and then got out. But there, but there is also some things where a lot of the, like the soldiers, the Nazi soldiers, a lot of them were super young and were sort of, I believe it was called like a, they were just sort of framed as young followers, I believe is the term. And yeah. it was, there is an aspect to like, okay, if you're like under 25 and a guy, uh, uh, hot tip, your brain isn't fully formed yet. Is, yeah, so absolutely. If you've so got this hyper charismatic, yeah. yeah, you can, exactly. So- Masculine figure as well, like a masculine figure being like, it's so like, you will have like a life of prosperity and you will live mm. a very happy life in my utopia if you do what I say. Um, is, oh, yeah, yeah, would be so easily, uh, influenced. Yeah. Scarily so. Because this this is, like, the interesting thing of this film is how some of these generals were like, all right, we're gonna fucking cut this shit right now. This is like, (laughs) he's really fucking over it. And it it leads to the sort of the, the scene with this film where he has this fucking freak out because one of the generals who's like fire on the front just completely surrendered. Surrendered all his guys and like, this is bad. This is just going to end in maybe my guys getting More slaughtered. Bloodshed. We're just calling yeah. it. And Hitler, who's still, you know, sort of, yeah, not in it. With it. Yeah. He's just not in the headspace. He yeah. just, he, because he is in the bunker. He's like, no, nah, we're winning this. We're getting out of it. 
Because that's been, that's been his whole shtick up until that point. He's like, we're getting out of it nonstop. The whole fucking World War II, anything bad that would happen, there would always be Hitler going there going, nah, we're getting out of this, baby. We're, we're in a bit of a sticky icky right now, but don't you worry. We're coming out the other end. Germany all the way, baby. Let's go. It, yeah, yeah. It's tri- tri- trivia time. Would you like some trivia? Absolutely, Douglas. <laughs> Uh, During the war, a majority of the cyanide capsules produced were made in the concentration camps, which made sabotage a real problem. This is one of the reasons why many Germans who committed suicide by cyanide also shot themselves to make sure they would die. This is also the reason why Adolf Hitler's beloved dog Blondie was poisoned. He wanted to make sure his batch of cyanide was not fake. Ah, I didn't know that. So paranoid. But like, yeah, I guess it makes sense. That's more just historical... uh uh, trivia, yeah. Trivia than anything. Well, though, mm. I am interested to hear it. Mm. The cast and crew have all stated that the most difficult scene to shoot of the entire film was the one where Goebbels murders her and children. Yeah, yeah. No shit. That that. I mean, and, and I did. I did want to say this, and I forgot the both Hitler like deciding to commit suicide and then going down this fucking road, and then Goebbels like doing it mm. super protracted and like kind of. I mean, I get it. I don't know. I don't really know what it benefits. I think the, like, I, I guess the scene with Goebbels going through and, like, killing all her children is, like, I guess it says something. It says something about, like, how fucked up all these people were. Yeah. But- But again, you're like, what's the necessity? Yeah. What's the what's the real benefit from this? I don't know. Mm. 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 To, uh, to further the- Is it- What's it do? What's it do for the story? What's it do yeah. for our experience? Like, yeah, is it supposed to be reinforcing that kind of sickening feeling? Like, it's just being there for the sake of being sickening, or is it? Mm. Mm. Uh, Karina Harfush stated that she nearly broke down when filming the scene in which Magda Goebbels gives her children their medicine to put them to sleep before poisoning them. Bruno Garns felt similarly when he held the girl playing one of the Goebbels children in his lap as they sang, because he knew that these children were soon to be murdered by their parents. Oof. Yeah, she's fucking- You'd want to have a therapist on hand for (laughs) working Mm. this kind of a film, I think. Yeah, it's a lot. During the premiere in Germany, a large part of the audience broke down in tears at the end. Every person remained seated until the last of the credits were shown and the lights remained dimmed. Yeah, the experience- God, it would have been horrific. Like, just- Just being- It's a, a, a kind of feeling I don't think either of us could ever- bear to imagine what it feels like being mm. German and watching that like oh god yeah no nah, I can't even begin to imagine what that sensation would be like emotionally mm. the portrait that Adolf Hitler is staring at in one scene is that of Frederick II of Prussia also known as Frederick the Great he reigned from 1740 to 1786 and he Hitler definitely put himself on that level very Often, I think he was very much like, I am up there with those influential kind of figures, Mm. which I liked. I liked that they had that in the film. The featured interview samples of real Troudel, again, Jung, Hung, Hung, are taken from the documentary Blindspot, recorded in April and July of 2001. Due to serious health problems, Troudel was unable to attend the film's premiere on February 9th, 2002. The premiere had been a great success, and the cameraman went to the hospital to inform Troudel, whereupon she is said to have answered, quote, My life work is accomplished. Now I can let go. 
just hours later, she died at age 82 after a long fight against cancer. Wow. Far out. Yeah, That's she- um fucking insane. She went through a lot. Yeah. She didn't go through yeah. a lot. Yeah, and to just- oh God. For, to, for her last moments to just know that, like, that story got out there to a more mainstream audience. Like, yeah, that's really oof, wild. God. Insane. Of the 37 named real-life people featured as characters in the film, Rockus Mish was the only one who was still alive when the film was released. He died on September the 5th, 2013, at the ripe old age of 96. It was a long time ago, World War II. We sort of forget that. Yeah, it's, yeah, the, the the further and further we're getting into the, the 2020s, the more I'm realizing, shit, we're actually going to, they're going to be people who weren't alive anymore in these, like, world-changing events. My grandpa was a very young child during World War II, mm. and he mm. was, like, closing in on 80. And, then, you know, everyone, everyone in the film is, like, older than 20, because yeah. they're all, like, soldiers and whatever. Most of them are, like, you know- 40 or so, so. Give it another uh, decade. God, it's well, going to slim further and further. You know what? Probably good to have that one in the annals just, of history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To just sweep further and further back. Yeah, that's true. Especially given how many fucking people are obviously interested in the period. God, how many films have we had based around Nazism so far in the 250? A lot. Um. Many of Adolf Hitler's lines are historically accurate, based on accounts from Albert Speer and Traudel. Most of them, however, are from earlier dates, so they're not right. within the actual bunker, but, like, they are historically accurate. They were words spoken by Hitler. Yeah, I'm assuming there wasn't heaps of capacity. In fact, in fact Traudel probably would be the only- one of the only ones- Guaranteed, to, like, give yeah. a- Most of the people in the- in the bunker didn't come out of it. Wow. <laughs> 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 Most of the art. <laughs> no, go the, ahead. The, this, is, this is what really hit me with this is like the reason it's such like a dour film. Obviously, it's a dour film. But like yeah. the reason why it's such a day ruiner is you hit a point like maybe an hour and 40 minutes in where it's just people killing themselves just constantly. It's like Hitler, Goebbels, generals who are in the bunker, the generals who got out of the bunker, like blah, blah, blah. Just like people who are like the fucking scene where the- young soldiers like commit suicide in front of their like artillery and and the girl is like saluting and gets shot in the stomach i'm like oh f- <laughs> fucking jesus <laughs> oh my go god with the rest of my day <laughs> oh far out yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. that really brings which is it's- interesting as well because the film almost has like a slightly positive ending like the same sort of like it's a brand new day type yeah. thing that that um come and see also has this sort of yeah oddly uplifting like there's there's light at the end of the tunnel mm. I think it's quite obvious because the color graining completely changes at the end um oh I got a the, you were right I did have this as trivia I just hadn't fully read it. Also helping Bruno Garns in preparing for the role was the unique, only known recording of Adolf Hitler when he held a private conversation with Field Marshal Gustav Mannerheim of Finland. At that time, he was a World War II ally of Germany against the Soviet Union. 
Hitler unexpectedly showed up to congratulate Mannerheim on his 75th birthday on June the 4th of 1942. Finnish intelligence agents secretly made the recording in a train wagon, as Hitler did not allow recordings nor photographs to be taken in private. Some of the 11 minutes of the recording feature relaxed, normal tone talk in which Hitler generally describes his views about the war. One of two copies of the tape were discovered in 1992, and has since been studied by scientists and historians. It's uh, it's interesting. I mean, it's it's historically important, I guess. Absolutely. As a man who was so publicly um in the space like to not have yeah to not have basically anything of him in a private setting is kind of incredible yeah mm, mm. And we, yeah we're gonna treasure those little nuggets i guess because it's again it, it further serves that kind of um psychological study yeah, and just and just like historical completeness. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be able to see the whole picture. Yeah. Mm. History do be important. Most of the outdoor city scenes for the movie were filmed in St. Petersburg, Russia. This was for two reasons. One, the architecture of the city has many uh, Germanic aspects. And two, there are plenty of streets with little or no modern advertisements and other commercial aspects. Ah, that's awesome. Handy dandy. I think, love that. I did think it was all quite convincing, so- Yeah, yeah. Mm, very, very smart decision, I think. Mm. There's plenty more trivia up on the on the thing, and it's all more so related to it's the Hitler stuff, so <laughs> I'm going to let you peruse that at your own volition. <laughs> if everything you wanted to know about Hitler and, and plenty that it's you probably did It's all on IMDb. <laughs> yeah. Well- if you enjoyed this episode of the 250 podcast, we put a, uh, put new episodes out every week. Uh, Tuesday midnight, Australian Eastern Standard Time, which comes out to Monday afternoons in Europe and Monday mornings in America. Douglas, where can people go? They want more info about the podcast. If you want more info about the podcast, you can open up your favorite web browser and type in www.250.com. There's a list of all the films uh, in IMDb's top 250 films of all time list that we took back in January 2020. Uh, you can find that on the homepage there. And then there's a link to listen to us on Apple, I do believe it is. No, Spotify. Maybe both. We're, we're hosted on Spotify. It's both. A great. Uh, <laughs> there's a link to send us an email and there's a link to our Instagram as well. Um, you can either, you can get in touch either way, DM or email. Um, yeah, we're, we're, we're open. Yeah. I'm keeping an eye on both, baby. Douglas and I both use Letterboxd, which is a movie tracking and reviewing website that we're great big fans of, of Letterboxd. We really, like, when we're done this- Yeah. When we're done this, we need to uh, we need to just make like uh just run through like a what's it called a edit out all the fucking bits of me like stumbling over my words. <laughs> we should definitely not edit out all the bits of me forgetting words because, honey, my vocabulary ain't getting any better. Uh, my account on Letterbox, good lord. Uh, my account. This has been the episode of Stop, fucking. Stop! Just it say off the words. You're making my account it worse. On is Upa, that is U-U-U-P-A-H, and Douglas. <laughs> My account is Yenzo9, I-E-N-Z-O-K-N-I-G-H-T, Yenzo9. You can look up Upa or Yenzo9 on the Letterboxd search engine and you'll find us. We do written reviews of all the films that we talk about here on the 250 as well as any other films that we've watched in our spare time. Very briefly, I watched Barbarian, um, 2022's Barbarian, which is a little horror film that came out. Uh, oh, yeah. Um around halloween 
directed by the lovely Zach Kreger and starring Georgina Campbell and Bill Skarsgård. Um, I wrote my review. It's one of the very few reviews that I've actually marked as containing spoilers because I decided to write it as I was watching the movie because I knew that I was going to be, whenever I watch horror movies, I'm too fucking scatterbrained that I can't really mm. like get my thoughts together. So I was like, mm. let's let's try writing it like as as we watch it. And it worked really well. It was very good. It was just a nice little like bullet point way of just like getting all of that kind of info down and just like thoughts as they were there. And it's a fun, it's a fun little horror film. Not fucking mind blowing in any way, shape or form. Just like, it's just nice to see a modern horror utilizing what technology we have in a modern sense and, and using Mm those modern sensibilities and kind of stuff that we take as like a very you know mundane thing but putting a bit more of a horror spin on it i think is very very fun this is sort of like uh you remember the film spree i talked about yes, ages ago it's yeah like, it's like the uber yeah <laughs> yeah and this is airbnb this is an airbnb focus I, think, I feel like this has more potential horror i think Sp- yeah. spree was really interesting i i think it was a flawed film but i thought it was an interesting i i agree with barbarian barbarian is definitely a flawed film but like what it does well it does really well like Mm. there's he craiger kind of without giving too much away he he kind of hypnotizes you with the camera a little bit and makes you look in the background and makes you look at shadows and and makes you imagine things that are in the shadows that aren't even there and mm. it's, yeah, insanely fucking clever. Um, and just the story itself is actually quite intriguing as well because it does, it bounces around in quite a few different ways that are actually relatively intriguing. Um, but yeah, good little film. The thing that really shitted me was I went, I saw that you did this. I'm like, that looks interesting. It's got quite a striking poster. So I was like, I'm going to yeah. that. The top review, you can't spell Barbarian without Airbnb. That's the fucking point. <laughs> That's why it was called that. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, anyway, besides that, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> besides John's own irritations with the letterboxed uh, oh, populace, I can't believe it has sixteen thousand likes. It's the like most liked review by like six thousand, yeah. and it's like no fucking shit. Uh, I did. I did not watch any films in the last week. Uh, I've been keeping on. I've been keeping on top of Chainsaw Man, Douglas. Oh yeah, yeah. I've got the. I've got a couple of episodes of that kicking around. I haven't. I haven't started watching it yet. It's. It's sitting there though. It's ready to go. I was watching. Um. I rewatched her as well. But like everyone already knows my thoughts about her. So. Mm. Um. I love that. Just squeeze in another it. terrible film. Um, what? No, 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 because I had Planes. Planes was my last oh, film. Oh, right. Sorry. Own. Yeah, I thought you were calling her yeah, a yeah. terrible film and I was about no, to no, 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 fucking no. fly over and punch you in the dick. Um, but yeah, uh, well, you know, this is this has been the 250. Uh, don't watch Downfall, honestly. Just <laughs> do something else. If okay, there's anything unless- you could take away from today's episode, don't watch this film. Just, yeah, go, go, go and go and check out something else. There's, there's other stuff. There's, there's other, other great media stuff. in the world. Yeah. Uh, have you watched Mandy yet? Go watch Mandy. Fuck yeah. Go watch Mandy. Go watch Mandy. You. I should, I should or, watch Mandy. Or like, um, 
I don't know. What have I watched recently? <laughs> I was going to recommend Jennifer's Body. Maybe you should Ran. watch Jennifer's Body. I'll... Go watch Ran. Ran? Yeah. Or... Weird. I don't know. Just don't watch... Al Yankovic thing. That looks so... Have we talked about that before? No, no, no. no. We haven't talked about it yet. Oh, my God. I am so excited so about that So excited to watch it. Yeah. Is yeah, it... Yeah. Is it... It's the, same, it's the same excitement no. as- No, no, um, it's not Marilyn- Huh? It's Madonna. It's Madonna, isn't it? That he's yeah. like hanging around with. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, Al, I think Madonna is like a bad influence on, on you. And she's like, ugh. <laughs> it's like <laughs> hand wave. Ugh. <laughs> I'm so fucking like, psyched It's the for that same movie. level of excitement as I had for the, the Nick Cage film, um, The Unbearable Way to Massive Talent. It's that same yeah. kind of excitement that I get. I am- just liking Daniel Radcliffe more and more these days. Yeah. I think he's such yeah. a fun guy and he's just like doing so much like weird shit. Taking into his own in a very Robert Pattinson kind of a way. He's really taken into his own. Yeah. Yeah. We've we've mentioned it before, but that motherfucker's got he he has to be unbelievably wealthy and the royalties that have got to be coming in from Harry Potter uh, have to be insane, Monumental. right? Yeah. So, like, he's truly in a place. It's like, cool. Uh, and now I, I can, can live the rest of my life very comfortably. So, let's just get fucky with it. I sort of want to watch Guns Akimbo. The, the- yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Me too. Um, it doesn't have the greatest reviews, rating, but, it but it's like, nah, why not? Yeah. Anyway, um, there we go. There's we we always need to go off track at the end winded, of uh, yeah, yep. the end of the two FO. We've done it, two FO. That's what we're calling the two FO. The two FO. Uh, we really this is we're rebranding. Thank you for tuning in to the two FO. <laughs> uh, see ya. <laughs>